you can always tell when I've got the timing wrong when we when we sat there and then we both go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's happened there? It was off. It was not the usual noise. <laughs> I was looking on a, another tab and then I was just like, "Oh shit! I bet we're on the ten seconds. Uh, just go still. Just go still." Like some kind of David Attenborough documentary. Like they won't notice me. <laughs> just play dead. Play dead. Bienvenidos a todos. everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for stopping by. It's uh, it's yeah. It's it's lovely to see you ish. Even though we can't see any of you at all. <laughs> this particular episode. To think it might just be me in the guest chat, just typing things under different names. Yeah, yeah. it should be. It should. You you should open up thousands of random YouTube uh, uh, accounts and uh, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> get involved. <laughs> that's that's commitment. Evening, gents from Shadow and I, whom are currently on a walk. Good evening, oh, Craig. Good evening good. to Shadow. Um, not that Shadow could communicate. I would love it if he could. Um, I bet he'd have tons to say. Um, no. But we will uh, we will get into the discussion of dogs later without, on. Without, without knowing that Shadow is his dog, it sounds quite like an ominous sort of thing. Evening gents from the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> from Shadow I and I. From Shadow. Like when I was with a cape. <laughs> it just looks like we're failing at dabbing <laughs> all that kind of stuff I feel a little bit icky having done that dabbing villain that's it so I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and get my tattoo finished tomorrow I'm going back up to uh, uh, Nathan's uh, hopefully finished. I mean, uh, I don't know how long he's got. He just it, it, It's its great in terms of the breakdown. He was like, what do you want? I want this. Cool. Turn up at, say, uh, I don't know, 11-ish. All right. How long are we going for? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Great. <laughs> great. <laughs> it just ends when he's got the needle right up to your eyeball and there's just... That's like... it. <laughs> Tell me a pin number. That's not how it's done. That's not how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm. I'm having. The, I'm having the, some of these parts filled in nice. tomorrow. Yeah, I'm That's quite concerned oh, about yeah, this yeah, bit. He is. He is a. He is a real talent. Real talent. Uh, first hand. Oh, well, yeah, you have. With uh, I have. I've seen the art in action. <laughs> with this as well. And my Deadpool was done by him too. And my uh, my hands. Yeah, I... My hands. Yeah. My hand. This is one. <laughs> this hand is your hand. This hand is my hand. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Um, <laughs> so, uh, a few episodes ago uh, as well, um, this was on one of the ones where you were on holiday, I think. Um, I, I, well, I, I, that, that's needless context. Either way, you weren't here. <laughs> you, were, you, you, were, you were somewhere else. <laughs> Needless context. No, nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, the, suffice it to say, he wasn't here, <laughs> right? Um, so I, uh, I told everyone about um, a course that I was uh, that I was putting together that everyone could get involved in, uh, and and uh, uh, from uh, I'm very I'm very aware now that Phoebe and Maddie last time were taking the mick out of me because I keep saying and the like. 
um so uh da -da 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 and the like da -da 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 and the like so when when i when i feel this the words bubbling bubbling at the front i'm like don't say it don't say it um but yeah so the the long and short of it was right the company that i work for as uh, as director of behavioral insights uh is, is pro cipher and uh, uh me and the guys from there um it's it's some of the people that we uh, that we get to train like it's 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 insane some of the meetings i'm sitting in on it's just let's just let's just say that and um so me and one of the other guys who is uh, who's XCIA? We are we are in charge of uh, developing uh, course material uh, and the like okay. that we can. That, I did it there. That, that we can uh, uh, that we can start that we can start delivering. <laughs> One slipped out. Do not make me notice it. <laughs> that's the that's the new podcast game. Count how many times I say I'm the like, yeah. starting from now. Yeah, the comments. When it's uh... that's it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so me and this guy we are in charge of uh, uh course material uh, and like okay. and, uh, and putting it together uh, and and uh, and and all this and, and all this that and the other and um so uh, his his first one's gone up and my one that i've been working on for for some time is fixated around my speciality you know when it comes to yeah. uh, reading people and the like <laughs> I'm I'm trying I'm trying to put them in now. I'm trying to put them in. Um, how many can we get in there? How many can we cram in? Uh, and where it sounds normal and the like. Oh my god, he's done it again. Um, so I'm, I, my my course is is focusing on my skill, which revolves around the reading of people, objects in their locations, the actions they make, and the reasoning that's needed to bring all of the material out. And so uh, so I asked my boss if we could roll this out to potentially anyone and everyone that wants to try it before it goes live to these guys so um so everyone can have the opportunity to get involved if they want to uh so everybody can have a have a slice of the security elite pie if they want to um because the the, the main thing that i uh, i said in uh in the, in that episode previously is to lay it all out on the line i will for anyone that's done a course with me or any kind of a session i will work you and i will work you hard <laughs> yeah that's that's simple that's, simple. that's what exactly what you'd want yeah yeah at the end of the day that's uh that's the reason why they're there so yeah that promise, that promise sells it well, I hope so, but like yeah. most people who see a, a course and offering, there is this assumption that you move forward just to get some knowledge, just to stick it on the CV, and then just to keep going without the without the application of it. I I hate that because it, it's it's almost pointless learning something if you're not going to apply it and you're not going to use it in your in your you know day to day life in some way, whether it be sparingly or all day. What was that, mate? You're not embracing it and using it to its full potential, in a way. Why would you want to get involved in something like that and then not take away all of that from it? At the end of the day, you're coming in to reward yourself with something for doing this. You won't get that reward if you don't put in the work. You bloody God damn right. You're like a drill sergeant. Could you sound any more like a teacher? Come on, guys. 
used to be one of you. <laughs> so um, I was given the directive that we would need at least five people to go ahead. Um, yeah. It's it's not free, uh, just just to say that as well. But it is a a, a drastically discounted rate, like some some like five percent of of the uh, of the the price that it's going to be rolled out for. Because I, I, I think it's yeah, I, I think it's uh, um, rolling out in the thousands <laughs> in terms of the price. Um, so so this would be this would be a, a chance to get in at the uh, at the entry level. So we need at least five people. And then the way I ran my previous um, the previous uh, course and groups was, if there is homework to be set, you need to do it. You know, no 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 excuses. And if you don't do it. Uh, then you're just going to fall behind, and then you're eventually going to be booted <laughs> from from the uh, from the entire from the entire exactly. So uh, if if there's anybody that's interested, this is this is the uh, the group that you're looking for. That's the group icon, and that's the group name that's uh, uh, that's in the corner there. That's what you should be getting involved in. And it's it's one of those, uh, uh, you know, you can argue amongst yourselves about how biased or not biased I actually am, but <laughs> but it's one, it's one of those life skills that is a requirement, in my opinion, yeah. whether you work in security or not. It is the, it is the friggin' ultimate people reading tool. <laughs> hey, uh, Craig's uh, Craig's just finished uh, uh, another course with me on reasoning. Uh, working hard, working hard is an understatement, but worth every headache. <laughs> yeah, but but like to take it away, uh, not to take it away, like to take it to the other side, sort of thing. Some of the stuff these guys are doing now is is unheard of. They are like I set them a test. Um, I, I I won't give the exact contents, be it for people that get involved in the course in the future. But I set them a test where there was parts of a video played, and there was parts of it blacked out, like yeah. hidden at the side, and okay. they were to use what's going on here to tell me explicitly what's happening behind uh, uh, the the blacked out uh, the blacked out part of the screen, and they they're they're doing this. You know, they're they're getting to the point where they're they're spotting uh, spotting liars in the room within seconds. They're getting to the point where they're they're reading deep dark personal details in objects and clothing and movement. And you're like, that's incredible. This is yeah. fucking dangerous, mate. <laughs> this is fucking dangerous. But you can see why you can see why this is such a requirement for people in in security roles. But you know, this yeah, is absolutely. this is just uh, just as applicable to somebody you know who. Uh, I'm trying to think of a convivial kind of everyday occurrence. Uh, well, take Maddie's role. She works. She works in the ambulances uh, uh, and yeah. the like. To to have an understanding. That, did you catch the and the like there as well? Uh, the, she <laughs> to to have an understanding of not only the uh, the nonverbals that were being communicated to you from a medicinal purpose, but from a cerebral purpose, and to know where the bullshit is and where it isn't as well, so you can get straight to the details that you need yeah. to try and help, so you can have a have a conversation in a direct manner. But this is this isn't a sales episode. I just wanted to tell everybody that it's open. The opportunity. The opportunity, the opportunity yeah. is open. So I'm going to be yeah. giving everybody like two or three days to, to put your requests in, and then I'm closing the group. Down, making it private so no more entries nothing yeah. no, 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 after the fact yeah, yeah. so then so then i can start giving it oh uh, exactly all of the breakdown uh from there um so yeah get involved polar do it 
that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's how much of a salesman I am. Yeah. Fucking do it. Do it now. But we've got you the know. comments section if people are curious and want to know even exactly. more. Put your comments in there. We'll get them while, while you're here, while we've got you, while you've just offered that right. out and it's fresh. People know. Ask your questions. Ask your questions, home <laughs> slice, home skillet, whatever it's called. Um, I don't know. So I need answers. <laughs> I need answers. So I um I'm often asked, right? I'm often asked, how do you practice um uh, getting good at puzzle solving? How do you practice reasoning? How do you practice your logical processes? Not like how do you practice your as in how do I practice mine, but how do you train these these types of things? And other oh, than Go we'll for tie it. him up in the basement. Uh, we forced <laughs> him to do this with a lit match under his, a lit match under his arsehole. <laughs> we lower him. <laughs> Legs like a Jackie Chan him. montage from hell. <laughs> <laughs> Message me for footage. Yeah. What? Who? <laughs> Sorry? Who's got a business on the side? <laughs> <laughs> I shudder to think what those videos would actually look like. Godzilla is real. No. Um, <laughs> oh, mate, I, I'll have to. It's just, it's just reminded me as well. There was, um, there was a great comment on the uh, on the Liz Truss episode, fully, fully bitching, um, <laughs> bitching oh, okay. uh, uh, about us. <laughs> Bring it up. Bring it was brilliant. I, 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 I can't. I, I was. It was from a guy called Oleg. Um, oh, and, uh, Oleg, yeah. Hello, Oleg. Oleg. It might be in my notifications. It's been. Yeah, there it is. Um, I don't know. Do I have to share my screen for this? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try and share my screen. I haven't planned a screen share. So this is kind of uh, uh, an on the fly uh, on the fly screen share screen share show. If it goes wrong, I apologise. <laughs> That's right, a So it's over here. Is that him? Oh. Yeah, Oleg Goldberg. Not sure. Not sure where you guys are coming from with your internal bromance humour, but it doesn't translate into any special insight that could be useful to any watchers or listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Human. <laughs> I know, but I, Oleg, who hurt you? Who hurt you, Oleg? We 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 want to bro Come for, you, Oleg. Come here for a hug. Come here, bro, bro. I. <laughs> with a I Come thought on. it was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant because it was it was one of those moments that you have to go. Oh, dude, you've so missed the point. You've so missed the point. <laughs> if we win him round, though, he could be the third Bromateer. Yeah, we could be in a throuple, Oleg. Come on. Come on. Come on. Sort it out. Get on board. <laughs> you know you're our best friend. Uh, but, like, if, if, that, if that, you know, uh, went towards anyone else as well, that you, were, you weren't sure of how this information would be uh, uh, communicable to you in terms of helpful and uh, uh, helpfulness and it being a, an, an aid to you. It's that thing of when you yell at a comedian, when's a comedy on? You know, if, if you think the comedy started, you're right. And if you think it hasn't started, you're right. Because <laughs> uh, at, at the end of the day, you're watching YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're watching YouTube. So what I, we were I'll doing... I'll say I, I, I know nothing. 
<laughs> Socrates himself, Socrates himself, before he died, said, "All I know is that I know nothing." Uh, uh, and uh, so, just to back you up there, sir. But that's probably added to our bromantic kind of side of things. Um, he sees but does not observe exactly. <laughs> but it's it's information regarding the insight and motivation of humans, particularly humans that have a pretty important role in in the society that we live in i'd argue that that's pretty important to have an understanding of and the like i might not communicate it in a in a purely you know emotionless and scientific kind of way but like i don't feel the need to be swinging my dick of a cv in front of you all all night if you want to ask i'll tell you but like it comes from a great many years of working in the field we assume the audience is intelligent as well, so we don't need them to, uh, you know, necessarily have the full agenda written out in front of them as to as to what we mean and how we mean it, because exactly. we're not we're not politically fused uh, about all of this either. We're not, we, no, it's all the, the podcasts is the deduction. Yeah. Of the podcast. At the end of the day, that's all we're just sort of like aiming to do and talk about, and we're just Sherlock nerds. Oh dear. To start, um, I'll new sort of law faction. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, but it, but it, it, gen, it genuinely made me laugh. It genuinely made me laugh. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was a brilliant comment. So Oleg, in a very weird way, uh, no, thanks. No. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, I guess. You're a good you're a good yeah, lad. you're a good lad. You're a good lad. No, uh, yeah. go call your mother. She's probably worried about you. Um, so uh, anyway, in terms of practicing uh, puzzles and the development of that, besides uh, besides training, getting in courses and practicing and developing, I'm one of those neurotic individuals that likes to take my training into downtime as well, into playtime and relaxing and this kind of thing. So if I were to say to you, right, a scientist has developed a hypothesis and they needed to make sure that they were aware of as much information that they needed in order to go ahead and utilize this hypothesis in all manner of different situations and scenarios. What kind of stuff do you think the scientist would have to do in order to do that? Uh, tests. <laughs> tests. <laughs> tests. Boom. <laughs> tests, research, practice, development. That required research yeah exactly yeah Actually, that's the like work yeah. into getting an answer of yeah. some sort. It's, it's the same of of any role of any role yeah. that that exists you know if there are those that have been tasked with um uh, i don't know i'm trying to pluck an obscure one out of the area uh tasked with um solving a case that happened in an old house uh, in the middle of a field that people thought were haunted and you heard uh, a, a glass shatter around the time that a ghost popped out uh, and the like. You could reason that out from live in the field observations, but you could also get to the same answer from having watched The Abominable Bride or read The Case of the Biblical Colours. Uh, uh, and the like, because there's another one, and it makes use of the uh, uh, and it makes use of the, of the Pepper's Ghost illusion. So what I mean is, oh, hang on, Craig's commented. Um, 
uh, it, it just didn't resonate with how he wants it to come across. Bad thing, having expectations, I come here and expect to have the piss taken out of me, as usual. Great, <laughs> <laughs> <Very> self-harming. <laughs> he'll be eating cookies in protest, the bastard. Um, that's what he'll be doing. <laughs> One of the things that you can do to, to get back onto point is to is to read about them. Not just not just in you know what is the name of this book and other logic riddles uh, and the like, but to actually read through an authorial process of mysteries, of puzzles, of the way people act in certain yeah. circumstances. Because you might not agree with the sensationalized responses of a storyline, but who's to say that that kind of reaction won't happen? Right. Yeah. Uh, if so, if somebody's scared, most people nowadays will go, oh, you know, oh God, clutch your chest and like. But who's to say that a scared woman might not at one stage do something that was common and kind of hammer horror and pull up a, a nightgown and go, this this kind of who's to say that wouldn't happen on, with the spectrum of human behavior? It's unlikely, but you you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. That's the thing. So, you don't know how people are going to react, but precisely like stuff like you know reading these books and going out and finding the, the the sort of work that is out there, even if it does sensationalize it, you will pick things up like with anything. Sometimes it won't mean anything for a while. Sometimes it, it will happen straight away. Other times it might just pop up during, you could read a, a Sherlock book. You could read an anthology of them, uh, do several different puzzles and nothing ever click, but you could also do the same thing. And you might see, depending on the puzzle, you're like, mm. oh, shit, I, I mm. recognise that. I know how to sort of get behind that. Oh, that's got a bit of that in. Oh, I remember that from such and such. That's sort of like, you know. That, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. What you've just described is is kind of my mantra in the in the whole everything being relevant till it's not. Um, yeah. But if if you uh, if you care to and by you I mean everyone listening, if you care to look up the work of Edmund Locard, he was known as the Sherlock Holmes of France, who developed a a great number of his experiments based on reading the Arthur Conan Doyle books. And it's from the start of his experiments that they've kind of developed and developed and developed into what we have now as many of the staples of forensic science, many of the staples of crimes of crime scene uh, uh, crime scene analysis and yeah. this kind of thing. And it started with reading a book. <laughs> My God! With re with so revelation. What I have here is uh, an unboxing of stuff to show you because these are some of the uh, the new treats that are coming i mean i'm one of the authors for mx publishing if you know if you know of the monographs and you know of the podcast then you should by default know of mx publishing we had steve on who's the uh, the fearless leader uh, of mx publishing uh, just a phenomenal bloke uh, just a phenomenal bloke constantly giving to charity constantly doing things for other people uh, and and this kind of thing i nearly went with a, a an unlike again <laughs> but i was i was self-aware of that one i didn't forcefully put it in um so i asked him if he could send us some copies of some of the stuff that he's got coming out uh, and we could review them okay. from christmas till december 
Whatever Christmas, are you doing? <laughs> Christmas came early, baby. Christmas came early. But listen, when it comes to books and stuff, we must remember this. Unless you're really ignorant or a child, you should probably know practically anybody can write a book. Anybody. Anybody can write a book. <laughs> Right. So e even the ignorant and children, they can write books as well. <laughs> you can spit on some paper, and technically, that's a book if it makes you know a letter but of some sort. To 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 continue with the uh, with the, uh, the you know the train of information. When we watched her video, that was a breakdown of the ignorant side of information, yeah. and that was an insight into puzzle solving from the side of ignorance which should further our understanding of things moving ah. forward. It makes us more complete. Taught us. I hope she feels awful about it. <laughs> I hope you feel terrible. <laughs> and, I, and I would say in the nicest possible way, but that would taste a lie to say it. That would taste a lie. So I'm going to do a, a reveal here, and don't worry, this there's not going to be like any snakes and whatnot that are going to pop out like those snakes in a can, that, that kind of thing. Um, I'm not doing anything. Although there is one thing on the side of here that says "Don't feed after midnight." My God, don't know what that could be. Nah, anyway, fine. so don't get water this, on it. This is the first one. We need like Christmas songs and whatnot in the background. <laughs> Stick some on. Oh no, he's already got it out. Giggity again. Hounded. My lifelong obsession with the Sherlock set. Nice. That is a lovely looking book. It's beautiful, isn't it? Right, so if you look at if you look in uh, kind of the inside I don't, I don't know how to do this with all of these boxes in the way and whatnot. I don't know. I don't know. So let me give you a, a, a breakdown from, uh, from the background. Um, Hounded is an escape from the anxiety of reaching a half century. Written during the pandemic of 2020 and into spring 2021, during which Vince Staden, Staden I don't know how you pronounce your last name, sir. I apologize. Experienced every film, TV, audio drama, spoken word reading, documentary, stage play, pastiche, graphic novel, animation, kids cartoon, and PC game version of The Hound of the Baskervilles. Oh, dude. Dedicated. Ded dedicated, first of all. But what can we take away from this? You might be thinking, all right, so what? That's, that's an obsession with Sherlock and one particular story. It's a great niche, blah, blah, blah. You might be thinking that. But if that's the case, then you're approaching this from the side of ignorance. What we have is one puzzle that came from the start. What we have is one puzzle that came from uh, Arthur Conan Doyle in terms of the story of the Hand of the Baskervilles that's been reworked, reimagined, changed, chopped, flipped around, and done in all of these billions and billions of different ways. Not an exact count. <laughs> right? Not an exact count. I would imagine Mr. Stadden would still be there if that was the case, but it, it, there are a lot. So what we're looking at is the many outs, the many different ways that one particular end game can be completed. Now tell me if that if that's not important to observing a particular scene. If you were to see a glass in the middle of a kitchen floor, you might assume... And I use the word assume, rightly or wrongly, 
you might assume that, oh, someone just knocked it off. It was an accident. Mm. Right? But then that could have been done uh, as violence. That could have been done to protect people. That could have been done medically induced. That could have been done by a result of substances. That could have been done by somebody else who was in the house rather than the, you know. The, these are the types of things that you need to consider when it, you're presented with an initial observation. I love that cover. That cover's bloody great, isn't it? Or remain closed. Yeah. Oh, that's him on the front. Oh, nice. Is it? Loving. Is it? Is that him in there? It is. It is. <laughs> it is. But oh, cool that? You are, mate. I say it's a fantastic picture. Right. It's, it looks just like the Hammer Hammer Horror original posters and that. Look at the dog yeah. lurking in the background. I love that. That is awesome. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> Great, isn't it? So all of these are going to be reviewed in the future. All of these are going to be reviewed. Now, you might be thinking, oh, he's just qualified. He works for MX and all this kind of thing. So it's going to be good no matter what. Not the case. Uh, and Steve knows by now that if I think uh, if I think something shit, I'll just tell him. <laughs> <laughs> that You know, that's the case, right? Yeah. Because... I am nothing if not uh, uh, fastidious. Yeah. <laughs> fastidious. Let's do it again. Let's have a look at another one. It's like you said, like he's watched all of the Hound of the Baskervilles stuff and he's made that book. You know, it didn't just start and stop at the Hound of the Baskervilles and it won't start and stop there because now you're about to read that book. And who's to say you won't do something with reading that and apply it to something else? as many other people who read that book will. And on it goes. That's how it must go on. And the problem keeps evolving. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. The way we, look, we looked at solving some of the world's problems, like uh, uh, education and all this, that, and the other, and we, we, we reduced it down to the root of greed. Yeah. So if, if somebody had one of the seven deadly sins originally, it might not have been thought that this problem could stem into this and stem into this and stem into this and stem into this, but the disease is carried by humans. Okay, that's a fresh understanding of the problem, and it keeps going. So the more you enrich yourself in the way that one outcome can be achieved, yeah, I'm telling you, man. And plus, it's just fun to yeah. to get involved in material. It's just not yeah. a good time. Learning is the byproduct. Ooh. Oh, nice. Beautiful, isn't it? I'm sure. not sure which cover I like more now because that's more of a, uh, still the Hammer Horror esque sort yeah. of look about it. But it also looks a bit darker. Now, this would be this would work well uh, in terms of this. This is a Sherlock Holmes reader, uh, illustrated and embellished, honestly, I like it, uh, by N.R. Riki. Great name. Um, the the classic story plus questions and answers, writing tasks, research exercises, original yeah. plays, historical and social backgrounds, and much, much more. Get on it. Nice. Bloody That's glorious, fun. isn't it? No? Yeah. Right, look at this. Cultural stuff from the time and whatnot. <laughs> Holmes and Watson's London. This is this is where it's at. Oh, nice. Oh, I love that. Baskerville Hall. Boom. That's going to be awesome. That is going to be awesome. 
That's a shiny looking book as well. It's a shiny little MFA. But pages. When I I'll give you I'll give you an example as well. When I when I was going through um some of the challenges for I Memorize, which yeah. we're still gonna go out and do at some point. Um, oh, yeah. there was there was the whole um memorizing a library or memorizing a museum um you know a, a, a place that's contains a shitload of information but it's you can walk around it much like a palace within a palace this kind of thing you know yeah. that that kind of palaceception i don't know what that was um <laughs> but but the but the how to of that the how to of that came from the hand of the baskervilles baskerville hall <laughs> It, it, nice. it came it came from Baskerville, Baskerville Hall. And when I say the how-to, I'm sure there's many yeah. other people that could apply techniques towards doing that kind of thing. Of course they could. But uh, in terms of the specific way that, that I do this for, mm. uh, uh, for profiling in the field and moving in the field, not stopping, memorizing, thinking, adding to a palace, uh, moving on, as you yeah. walk continually around and having conversations and drinking coffee and talking to people and drinking some more coffee and going to look at this and then drinking some more coffee, you can see where my day goes. Um, uh, <laughs> but that, that original idea for how I would be able to achieve that came from Baskerville Hall. Nice. Well, that, and, and, that, and that's the thing with, with examining that kind of stuff. You don't know until you actually try whether it's going to work or not. Exactly, yeah. Trial it, it and could error just be, a beautiful thing. It could just be a pie in the sky kind of thing. And yeah. what I'm doing as well here with all of these boxes, I'm making sure that once this stream is done, I can't leave. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm boxing myself in, literally. Oh, you're, you're a Trump we get to. You're building a wall. What the goose? <laughs> How cool is that? It's like a file. That is Oh, well, this is a book written with uh, with witness testimony and uh, and interview practices from the actual book itself. So let me find it, find the stars. So we've got a, a Devon County Constabulary witness statement of Joshua Perkins, sixth of May, eighteen eighty nine, taken down by PC Bell. <laughs> I love how that's all formatted. Love the twist they've kind of given it there. Think about it this way: if you if you're aware of the Hound of the Baskerville, but you've never actually read the original yet, mm. get that, yeah. get that, solve it first. Yeah. Oh my God! Imagine. Right. What a nifty way of looking at it as well. <laughs> this is what I mean. This is what I mean. Yeah. When. <laughs> When people say like, oh, yeah, I don't, where, "Where should I start? What book should I read? What course should I?" Just fucking start. Yeah. <laughs> Just start. <laughs> Just it's start. Not like, it's not like a, a, a franchise. It's like a film franchise, like the MCU or DC. Mm. You don't have to start. Oh, you've got to begin with such and such to understand the rest. Just go into it. Just start. Kind of, people have their own sort of mix and take, and those books are a fine example of that. It just shows that yeah. you can begin anywhere and you'll love it. I think more it's more important just to to start anywhere, really, more than anything. Unless, you know, you just specifically do yeah. it. Unless you've got something in mind of where you want to start. Crack yeah. on. But but the yeah. same is said of answer, don't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But the, the same is said of, you know, learning these skills in the first place. Where do you just start? Yeah. <laughs> start thinking and just do. 
And they're like, let's have a look. Oh. Do it. It's Gwyneth Paltrow's head. I would have thought, oh, Jesus Christ. Brad Pitt's going to be mad. (laughs) Anyway, enough enough with the... uh, Set it alight. <laughs> is it actually just it's even worse than Gwyneth Paltrow's head? What's that, <laughs> that she sells on Netflix? Goop. Oh, a vagina candle. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a horrific alternate ending. <laughs> yeah. What's in the box? What's it? Oh, you can keep it. I don't want it. You're right. Yeah. No, no. Stop it, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I'm starting to worry now that there's actually nothing in this box and Steve's just screwing with me. Imagine. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Got him, got him. Got him. Bloody hell, there's a lot in here. There's like this <laughs> I'm gonna have so much fun. There's there's there's, there's like there's like ten or eleven books in here. <laughs> um there we go. Let's grab a couple. So what's up first? We got, continuing with the Baskerville jaunt, Mark of the Baskerville Hound by Wilfred Huettel? I'm sorry, sorry, Wilfred, uh, but I I don't know how to pronounce your last name. A New York police... What what was that? Is it what... Sorry, you you were explaining it, so... I was going to say, what is it? <laughs> a New York police officer who's on a speaking engagement in Britain finds time to visit uh, visit the Dartmoor environs. As a nuts and bolts detective, events uh, occur on the moors that test his sanity and reason. What are the reasons for a sudden rash of maulings and horror? He returns to New York only to ask for help from a priest and a doctor. Finally, he alone must return to the woman he met on the moors and come face to face with the ultimate terror. Ooh. Right, so we've got... Sequel? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's like um, uh, an American werewolf in London, an American werewolf in Paris, that uh, kind of thing. Kind of not, Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know. But look about how many versions we've got of this already and, and how many background pieces on this we've got already. And I know the original like the back of my fucking hand uh, at, at this minute. <laughs> right? And, 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 and a great deal of the others since. I've still yet to see the butt detective version. Um, <laughs> let, us, let us know if you want us to do a, a, live, re, a live watch of the butt detective. We'll sort it out. Um, but like looking at that, I've got no idea how that would work. So that's going to be an education in and of itself. Cool. Right, let's have a look at these two. Uh, uh, Sissy Holmes and the case of the dead hypnotist. Oh. Uh, what, is, what is reincarnation? Sissy Holmes doesn't have a clue until a hypnotist, soon to be dead, delves too deeply into her psyche. The voice inside her head says he's Sherlock Holmes and wants to investigate the murder. Sissy thinks she must be crazy. As events unfold, she's convinced she has no choice but to investigate with the help of Sherlock Holmes and her best friend, Elle. It already immediately sounds better than Enola Holmes. Oh, my God. That can can get flushed down the pan, and this can take... Netflix, are you listening? 
on it. Get on it. Who doesn't want Henry Cavill living in their head? Oh, wow. I swear, this Nolan should direct this, surely. Right? Yeah. And also, my my favourite Basil uh, Basil Rathbone film was uh, was the was the Green Lady, and that involves a, a, hip, a hypnotist as well. So this is going to be sweet, nice layered story. Bertram Fletcher Robinson, a footnote to the Hound of the Baskervilles. Oh, this Take is more back. Little fans out there. Yeah, I mean, look at this. If I do a quick read through. I know you're not Johnny Five, you don't read that fast. Or backwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. I've completed it now. Wow. <laughs> Done! Onwards. Oh, mate, <laughs> I saw a video of a guy on one of these talent show contests the other day claiming to be the fastest reader and just going, what? <laughs> well, not actually saying what he's read. Well, no, he would he would he would be tested on it, like, but he was claiming to be the fastest reader, and you're like, every magician and mentalist in the world is going, sit down, dude. <laughs> Work, work on, work on better performing, <laughs> and the like. Just s sit down, <laughs> be quiet. Oh, I just love the idea. Of... What happened? <laughs> I said it as fast as I <laughs> It was like uh, uh, Peter Griffin's uh, in. I think it was in the episode where he becomes like a, a chairman for a smoking company and the like. And he was like, just because I can sail fifty states in a quarter of a second. <laughs> just does that nice of course he pushed him times two <laughs> of course volume one and volume two I love that as a title though of course he pushed him of course he pushed him <laughs> of course he pushed him of course he pushed him <laughs> Holmes and Watson investigate an alleged haunting at the Diogenes Club. Vandalism at a prominent art gallery. The case of a frightened amnesiac. That would be horrible. Uh, the takeover of 221B by vicious criminals. The sequel to The Engineer's Thumb. The defiling of Holmes's Stradivarius violin. And a Christmas story featuring a graveyard with angry insults carved into the headstones. I promise not to do it again. I promise. But, like, a sequel to The Engineer's Thumb... Look! Look at that from a mysterious point of view. Uh, if you if you invert the the kind of degree of information, like, because Holmes is given uh, 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 an, an engineer with his thumb missing, but then seeks to give as much detail about the thumb as is necessary. So to be able to look at a thumb <laughs> and know about a, a human individual sounds absolutely nonsensical. Until you until you start to look at like uh, anatomy and physiology, racial profiling, uh, not in a not in a horrible kind of way, but in terms of a uh, in terms of a, a, an, an ethnic kind of way, yeah. and the, the the kind of differences on a on a on a growth from uh, internal genes level uh, and this kind of thing. So it's, uh, it's definitely possible. That sounds awesome. Uh, Sherlock Holmes and the Adventure of the Fallen Souffle. Sherlock Holmes and the Adventure of the Ghost Machine. I'm going to move through these quite quickly now, just because there's, there's bloody loads of them. Oh, wow. Oh. I have the omnibus right there. This sounds quite fun. Uh, uh, the Diary of Young Arthur Conan Doyle, The Death of Sherlock Holmes. Oh, nice. Oh, Young... that would be sort of like leading towards his uh, an initial idea to kill Holmes off. I would, I would guess so, and it, it, yeah, it is right. only a guess at this stage. As much as I hate that word, but, but, but I've got, 
Yeah. But it, it, the, the guy that writes it as well, John Raffensberger, is a, is a retired pediatric surgeon. He operated on babies with birth defects and children with cancer for nearly 50 years, then turned to writing medical history and fiction. So, come on, is, is, is there anyone more spot on to be writing this kind of stuff? So he's also done the uh, the plot to assassinate the Tsar, uh, Sherlock Holmes at Lincoln's tomb. Uh, we've got Sherlock Holmes and the adventure. I love this for a title. Sherlock Holmes and the adventure of the elusive ear. <laughs> but we've got Van, we've got Van Gogh on the front as well. Uh, even better. Right. Looks a bit of history in there. Oh, this is the one. These are the ones I was looking forward to the most. Here we go. Here we go. The Criminal World of Sherlock Holmes, Volume. Oh yes. Volume one, Volume two, baby. They will. Um, so I'll, I'll give you a bit of the background. Um, uh, Kelvin I. Jones has been writing about Sherlock Holmes for over 50 years and studied the real-life criminals and criminalistics of the late Victorians. Kelvin's forensic approach has already made a significant impact on the Holmes aficionado. Previous titles, including the Sherlock Holmes murder files, uh, etc. However, the, the, the first of this three-volume magnum opus on Holmes and crime covers absolutely everything that the reader, fresh to, or even more familiar with Holmes, wants to know about the murder and mayhem of his age. We learn about the poisoners, the prostitutes, the garrotters, the psychopaths, the abductors. In fact, the whole panoply of the dangerous criminal underworld once lorded over by Moriarty. Wow. What? I mean, Craig's put it pretty well. Amazing. And like, look at it this way as well. If you're looking to, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. When I got the three by three Rubik's cube, learned to solve the three by three Rubik's cube, fair enough. And then you start playing around with the four, and you can kind of do most of it for the for the save the kind of parities that can pop up. Uh, yeah. Parities, the, the, you, Google it. That's a, Rubik, a Rubik's Cube term that's not relevant to what I'm saying. Uh, but just from looking at the origin of a three, you can figure out the four, the five, the six, the two by two uh, as as well, just from how this one was, one was put together. So if you're looking to understand uh, a little bit more about... Uh, 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 Crime and criminals, uh, you know, in this kind of thing, nearly said it again. Uh, crime and criminals and and the like. Um, oh, we ha <laughs> yeah. How better to enrich your knowledge by understanding where these kind of criminals may have come from? Yeah, too right. I mean, like it can only help, surely. Like especially if this is your kind of area yeah. and you want to know little tidbits that go with it. Like wow. The fact that it comes in volumes, volumes as well, it shows the in-depth kind of analysis that you're getting with these books. I love the kind of I, I love an anthology of these. Just even just from an aesthetic point of view on a shelf, they would just look bloody beautiful. Oh, ah, yeah, okay, show off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't put them down now; they're going to drop. <laughs> I made a mistake, a fatal error in judgment. Just <laughs> see the Mac tip. <laughs> you'll you'll see them drop and then paper just explode. <laughs> now he's part of the pages. <laughs> part of the book. Part of the. I didn't. I don't know where I was going with that. To be honest, I didn't know how to finish it off. 
they know how to finish you off. So, as uh, um, as uh, I am a dog fan, a dog lover, a dog aficionado, um, I don't love them too hard, you know. Maybe if it's if it gets cold enough. Um, just trying to Ace Ventura my way through the uh, Ace Ventura my way through the segue. Um, no, no, it's 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 a, a long heralded belief of mine that I prefer dogs to other people. <laughs> and and this kind of thing like me and uh, uh me and maddie we've we've booked a day it's one of those virgin red letter days or, or virgin yeah. media play days whatever you call them we've booked a day to go down to this like kind of little farm and just play with huskies for six oh, hours <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's all we're gonna do <laughs> <laughs> and they were they were like, do, do you mind if you if you come in November because it'll be cold and muddy and wet? No, <laughs> you make it sound like no matter what the weather, I won't be on the ground anyway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, just because oh. of the time, just because of the time as well, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue this into a uh, into a into a bit of a series um, of the of the looking at the information that we get from dogs. Not just uh, not just from a, a, a companionship kind of level, and and I think anybody that even if you're not specifically a dog person, right? If you are honest enough, you can't refute the degree of companionship that you get from a dog. You can't, yeah. you can't, in my opinion. Uh, and that's not to take away from any other animal that you get companionship from, but there is nothing quite like the companionship of a dog. Um, you know, if you just like, if you look at it from a research point of view, it says the same kind of thing. Mm. Unless there's something else out there that you know, well, a lot of people say, uh, like with horses as well. Horses is another one. Very, very similar, sort of like on the not yeah, on the yeah. But it's good to look at that kind of stuff and just see in there, like you say, mm. even if you're not necessarily an animal fan or dog fan, mm. you can you can't deny the no. irrefutable evidence. No. So. In honour of my my brother from another species related mother, um, <laughs> a cookie, it, it is yeah. his it is his seventeenth birthday over the weekend that's coming up. Yeah. Seventeen, my boy, my boy is he's still going. He's not going as strong, but he's he's still going uh, at the minute. Bless him. Uh, it's getting to the right. point where I'm thinking I might have to get him some kind of like hold all just to hold his booty up so he can still walk around. Um, bless him. Um, so I thought it might be uh, uh, interesting. Feel free to tell me in the comments, Oleg, if it's if it's not going to be interesting, um, <laughs> for for us to look at the, uh, the the kind of information that that is possible to observe from looking at a dog. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to pop that one on screen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, Cookie. <laughs> and I was just no one really covers that area mm -hmm. uh, mainstream wise, do they? I don't think have we really gone down this route before? No, no, we no we haven't. And like in in some of the videos that come out earlier earlier on in the week, um, I did a I did a video as a react to the Jack Reacher episode. Um, well, I think it was episodes. It might have been over a number. It may have been over one. I'm I'm digressing. There there was uh, scenes where he uh, where he spoke to a dog, 
uh, and the like. And Jack Reacher being who he is, kind of wandering down the street, sees a dog outside that's clearly moaning, tied to a post that shouldn't be there, dry water bowl. So he climbs over the fence, <laughs> goes to goes to give the dog some water. The guy comes out and is like, what are you doing in my yard? He's like, I'm just giving your dog some water. <laughs> the guy goes, oh, he must have knocked that bowl over. I gave him some water earlier. Jack turns to him and goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> the bowl was dry. <laughs> he goes, are you calling me a liar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> that is what happened. That, that, that is what happened. But anyway, um, so I, I, I did the React part to the episode, but we looked at some of the work from Sam Gosling, who's the guy that wrote uh, Snoop, What Our Stuff Says About You. I've got it around here. It's yeah, I can see it. It's hiding behind others. I'm not going to go rooting. If you want to know what Snoop uh, is, not the dog, the rapper, um, <laughs> the book, uh, you know, uh, yeah, then Google it. Uh, it's a great book, and he's got he's got a great lecture as well that's uh, that's available online uh, in terms of this. But he's done some work into the relationship of uh, the behaviour relative towards. Uh, pet ownership so what cat people are more likely to be like what dog people are more likely to be like what bird people are more likely to be like and so on and so on when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, uh, everyday domesticated animals right if for some yeah. reason you keep a bear or a giraffe or something uh, you know then you must work at a zoo or this information hasn't been researched yet to, <laughs> to have that kind of understanding um but but we looked at that yeah we looked at that in terms in some of the basics but most people might be thinking now well have I got to go and read a ton of research documents read a ton of books read a ton of papers I would encourage you to if if this kind of information is there because there is no greater direct insight towards a person's uh, household, a person's life, a person's ability to take care of someone else than looking at a dog or or an, or indeed an animal that they look after. And I am including yes. babies in this <laughs> because that would be that that would be an animal that you look after. That would be an animal that you look after, right? Uh, and and given my virtually raw hatred for being around newborn babies um <laughs> he throws it, them at walls i I, I do i do you know it's uh, it, you know it's just lucky for me that the walls are a bouncing castle calm down <laughs> cancel culture calm down <laughs> right calm down um <laughs> uh, the, the reason i i stick to uh animals more so but i favor uh, reviewing dogs because obviously being a fan of dogs I've spent more time looking at that kind of information so it, it yields more but the way you can kind of get into this information early is if you look at it from uh, from from a, a semantic kind of template of what it would take to look after a dog which changes with the degree of dog size right so let's let's uh, let's put you on the spot a little bit right you don't own a dog uh, as well, just to, just to qualify that, right? So this isn't coming from uh, experience. This is just coming from off the top of the head. Yeah. What do you think it would take to look after a dog to make sure it's well looked after, if I might use an ambiguous phrase? Uh, time, observation, mm -hmm. love. Well, I suppose mm -hmm. that should be number one, actually yeah. being able to look at 
animal and care for it. Um, fit and able. Fit, Being, able. Uh, that's a big Quick. important thing that into it. You see so many dogs that we hear about them not getting walked or getting out because the owner is incapable of doing so. And it's a terrible thing if the owner can't and they don't want anything to happen, the dog can keep the dog, but it's no, you just hear about these, these, these issues cropping up. That's quite a, a new one, I think, in terms of me yeah. thinking about that sort of stuff before. But so that is if, a I, big, yeah. if, if I might put this into more human context for you then, if if the if you were to represent the dog in this kind of question, right? Let's imagine during lockdown, um, which is all the dog knows of a house when you leave it. Uh, so yeah. d- during lockdown, you're in on your own. You don't have any devices. You don't have any books. Um, uh, your your kitchen cupboards are half empty, uh, and 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 that uh, there's nothing to do. Yeah. What kind of an effect would that have on you? Oh god, driving bloody crazy! What would it lead to you doing? Maybe, probably finding more negative means of entertaining myself. I imagine, right? Whether that be if I was a dog in this case, well, you can imagine what a dog would do. It, it, exactly, exactly, exactly. Right. So when you're when you're observing a house, if there is, uh, uh, you know, lots of chewed chewed skirting boards, if there's lots of scratch marks on a door, ripped up things that aren't dog toys uh, and the like, because dog toys are designed to be ripped up and played with, you know? Uh, ripped up shoes, ripped up um, uh, leaflets, ripped up letters, whatever it is. The dog is bored. Yeah. The dog's yeah. bored. And, and and again, that's going to come from one of two places. Either the person, the owner, has shift work and does, you know, uh, does long shifts and the like, so questionable in terms of whether they should be getting other people to look on, look in on the dog. But it doesn't, it doesn't kind of uh, continue into neglect in the evening time, or it is a continual element uh, of neglect. These are the types of things just from looking at a semantic practice. You've not read any of the papers. You've been able to work now in terms of an observation from understanding cause to effect to and have an idea about a human's interaction with a dog. Boom. This is the nature of, of, of the way it works, mate. It, it doesn't have to be an overcomplicated affair full of memory palaces and uh, eons of information that's stored away in the, in the nook and cranny of your hippocampus. What was that, mate? Sorry. I'm just saying it can just be your natural instinct, human observation. If you, I suppose the most important thing is that if you care, if you care enough to notice these things as well, I suppose sometimes people that aren't necessarily animal lovers or don't really particularly care about pets themselves won't see these things because it's just, you know, a nuisance factor of the pet, whatever that may be, which can leave stuff unobserved. 100% mate, 100% and Craig's mentioned as well in the comments because uh, Craig's, uh, Craig's a massive dog dog fan as well I'm not just because he has Shadow, Craig is a massive dog fan as well um, uh, he's, he's mentioned uh, seeing the person's state based on the reaction of the dog is a good one which often tells a lot as well Bill Murray uh, has, has said it best in, in to, in, for, for, my, for my two pennies I will never trust a human that doesn't like a dog but I will always trust a dog that doesn't like a human <laughs> Too right. Too right. right. These these are the types of things that can be communicated in this way. So you know, look at um, uh, look look at other areas in terms of knotted fur, uh, 
roaming smells, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. What about if we put it into into this way? And we will get more detailed in this in terms of in terms of how the the series goes. I'll try and not make the series too long because I really could. <laughs> I really could. <laughs> Think about it in terms of the way that people choose to connect to an animal. Again, regardless of what that is, think about how somebody would choose to connect to an animal, right? I respond to dogs because of, I'm not going to reveal that kind of personal trait within myself, but because of how that connects to me. Some people might connect towards parrots, because they represent, you know, this kind of uh, colourful area of their personality. Some people might connect to horses more because they like to get on uh, on their back and go on a solitary adventure off down a field or a, or a canal path somewhere. Some people might connect to cats because they they get a, a vibe off off that kind of. Well, I'll come back for the food. We'll hang out and then you know we'll we'll go off and do something else. You know, it's not that I don't need you. It's just that I've I, I'm doing me. You know, in yeah, in this kind of thing. That, it might, it might be it might be that kind of connection so uh, in the same way if you were to see uh, you know a, a, a frail old man who is 77 years old walking down the street um, he's got one walking stick uh, and he tells you that he's a dog owner what kind of dog would he have I'm not expecting you to pull apart the breed. Just tell me about the size. Labrador? It's possible. It's possible he could have a Labrador. It wouldn't be any bigger because it, it wouldn't be any bigger because it, it would have the opportunity to affect his mobility. Uh, yeah. You know, if if you're looking into, you know, a, a German Shepherds, if you're looking into uh, uh, Alsatians, Huskies, Alaskan Malamutes, Dog de Bordeaux, these kinds of big dogs uh, and the like, Right, who's keeping count? Um, Craig, this is your job. Man. <laughs> He'll already be bleeding from the ever, you know, every kind of orifice with the informational download he's had to do through the day. To be fair, <laughs> oh yeah, honest, uh, honest. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell you about it afterwards. Um, so. <laughs> This is how you can start to connect these kinds of dots. Does it mean categorically he won't have a big dog? No, uh, because he, you know, unless you've assessed information from a mobility side to see whether it's long-term, degenerative, fast onset, you know, from a car crash, whatever it is, um, if the dog is, is is an old dog, you know, themselves. <laughs> Excuse me, we're just dealing in likelihoods. We're dealing in inductive reasoning. Right, which is my. Did you know Sherlock Holmes uses inductive reasoning? Didn't use deductive. Yes, I did. I know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so what I'm saying is, it's it's one of these areas of a person's life that has a huge power to reveal eons and eons and eons of information. Uh, you know, if, if you go into a house and you see there is a, a, a blanket covered with dog fur on one on one part of the sofa, there's a dog bed in the kitchen, there's a, a, there's a dog bed upstairs, um, and there's a dog bed, uh, a plastic one, uh, outside as well. But only one dog lives there, <laughs> right? That dog has a lot. That that dog has a lot of places that he or she can go. Yeah. 
that's a well looked after, well liked, well loved dog. Now we we put that into context with the fact that the human in the house lives alone. Yeah, and then you see a bit of an isolation kind of you know, right, like, right. So let's 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 make let's let's change the context slightly. Uh, there's a couple, a long long term married couple, twenty years married in the house, same setup with the dog. Yeah. Right. Is this is this a young dog? Is this a precursor towards something else? Is this a a, a kind of compensatory measure for an inability to be able to do something else? Because so they dote on a dog because they can't do, uh, you know, children or you know whatever it is that that happens. These are the yeah. kinds of questions that are presented by virtue of the fact that there is an animal in the house. <laughs> there is. We talk about the animal sort of person living on their own and the animal clearly being uh loved in the house mm. it could be uh depending on the age of the person or whatever's happened uh there may have been another partner and there may have right. been an absence an absence that need filling and then a dog has come on the scene to sort of replace that absence Boom. especially You've got it, mate. You've got it. And now you've got some information in your head that you can observe the rest of the house with. You can talk to the person to see how this connects, if it does. And if it doesn't, we change it for something else that connected as well and see if that fits. And as as my, as my very good friend uh, uh, Jim Wenzel says, I work with Jim at, uh, at ProCypher, you can either validate, dismiss, or clarify the, the observations that you've made to move forwards on. Nice. An animal is a gift that keeps on giving, right? So the, uh, the the main thing that we're going to be continuing on moving forwards is some of the day-to-day -day activities of looking at the information that's contained within dogs that you can observe this on. We're going to get into some of the forensic applications of it as well. So the, the differences between cat and dog hair, the difference, uh, because I've, I've annoyed many mentalists, many mentalists, uh, by, 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 yeah, you're just using that as a pseudo explanation. All right, then how did I, then how did I get it right? If it's just a pseudo explanation, and that's the only piece of information, <laughs> right? Just because I care to study that kind of thing and you don't, it's yeah. fair enough. Like that's that's not taken away from one side or the other. It's not, but just because <laughs> I have chosen to do that doesn't mean that it simply can't be done because you chose not to. Exactly, yeah. That's 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 the kind. That's not what I did. That sort no. of stuff is completely cutting yourself off and saying, "Oh, well, that's not right. That doesn't work." That <laughs> well, surely, surely that goes against everything that you're about. Then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, how long would you say, right? When we when we used to go to Pure Gym regularly, how long would you say we spent talking about pet names? There's <laughs> oh. <laughs> an estimation. God knows. <laughs> too long, right? Too long, too long. Like there'd be sometimes I'd 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 say to Adam like uh, you know think of a pet name. What 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 kind of pet is it? And he'd be like, oh, it's a cat or it's a dog or it's a bird or whatever it is. Right? Think of the first letter.
is it this? Yes, no, whatever it is. And then we keep drilling it, we keep drilling it, we keep drilling it, we keep drilling it, and the like. And to, to eventually it kind of got to the stage where I'd be like, Adam, I'm thinking of this kind of a person. I'd be like, it's a, it's a, it's a 36-year-old nerd that's covered in tattoos uh, and enjoys biscuits way too much. <laughs> right? They've just, they've just bought a dog. You think about what you would name them. This is the name. Yeah, it is. And like... <laughs> We get into these kinds of things. The deduction experiment. I I, I use this this as an example in in the uh, in the course that I uh, uh, in the course that I ran on reasoning. The deduction experiment. I, I don't know which video it is. You'd have to go through one of the playlists if you wanted to try and watch it. But um, I, w I was sent a picture of a dog's ear. <laughs> right. I was sent a picture of a dog's ear with the question, "Tell me the dog's name." <laughs> Tell me the dog's name, right? I did something similar with um, one of the episodes of the deductionists. Yeah. Uh, the, the uh, everyone around the... the table, and you guess dog names, <laughs> start job roles. I think no, to begin to begin with, you were blindfolded. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually, we got down to dog names. <laughs> yeah. We did that. Where, uh, we did that at the location where um, that guy was really mad that we sledgehammered uh, cardboard yeah. boxes. And he, he ironically um, had two dogs and was then offering to give money to charity. <laughs> We're like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't talk to me, mate. I'll ruin your life. I'll make you think some horrible stuff. <laughs> but I also made him think some good stuff. Uh, and there we go. Um, so yeah, like we we may have we may have gone too far on the unboxing, but I I wasn't expecting that many. I'll be honest with you, wasn't expecting that many. Um, yeah, so this will continue into uh, into part of a series with uh, uh, with descriptions and and details for my one on one students that are out there. Don't worry, the the good stuff you'll 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 keep for yourself, <laughs> and. Um, We'll, uh, we'll 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 make sure that everyone walk, walks away with a usable template that they can use to properly analyze uh, dogs in a in a fun yet safe. soft scientific kind of way safe way. Do you remember that when when that used to be a successful supermarket? I do, I do. Chicken <laughs> safe ways. Yeah, unfrosted. <laughs> unfrosted. That's the way to do it. Um, just like the hair of a boy band in the nineties. Um, <laughs> I imagine a boy band in the nineties would be called Safeway. We are safe. Yeah, we are Safeway, and then do one of these kind of poses. Yeah. Like Floppy, the, 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 yeah. What was his Open name? Nick, Nick Nick Carter, Aaron Carter. He was definitely yeah. a Carter. All the Carters. Yeah. All the Carters and uh, the members of Do What. Hanson, the Hanson brothers. <laughs> well, then, do what? That was the song. Mbop. Mbop. Do what? Do what? Mate, seriously, now, now that now that you're in your thirties, listen to that song again. Listen to the lyrics of that song again. That hits differently now. Like, but specifically, go for the mbop, like the acoustic version or whatever that that kind of thing is called. It hits differently. It's differently. It's 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 not. It's nowhere near as jolly. Oh, no. oh dear! <laughs> you kind of go. Uh, uh, oh, I see. Nice one, 
Hansen. <laughs> yeah, but there there was a video that accurately describes our our kind of generation. There was a there was a guy doing kind of characters, and he was like playing Gen this and Gen Z Alpha and millennials and whatever else these other kind of uh, generations are called. Yeah. And then there was there was our generation uh, that kind of uh, figured out that they they were now old, and they're like, nah, the the nineties was only ten minutes ago, and they're like, no, no, it was thirty years ago. So oh, they, he, he he faints with some alcohol. One of the other guys uh, goes, "Is he dead?" And one of the other generations goes, "No, just his spirit." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, I felt that. I felt that one." <laughs> <laughs> right guys so we're gonna we're gonna love you and leave you for the time being uh make sure to stick around for the uh the series that's to come uh looking at doggos and the wonderful world mostly in celebration of uh the 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 sincere love of my life cookie um and then we'll uh we'll we'll get into the information properly in terms of how you can do it too so if that sounds interesting, drop some comments down below. Uh, if it doesn't, track down Oleg and drop some comments on him. Let him know. I'm sure he's dying to know uh, about about the whole whole. And make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, we'll uh, we'll love you and leave you and talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.